Hello and welcome everybody to another of our Advent podcasts, Tidings of Comfort and Joy. And with me again this morning, I have Rhys. Hello everyone. And Rhys and I are looking at some of the prophecies that foretold the coming of the Messiah. And so far we have seen how in Genesis, the Lord promised an offspring of the woman who would crush Satan's head. And then we saw how that's narrowed down to the people, the descendants of Abraham, and then to the tribe of Judah, and then to the family of David. And Reese, today we're going to look at another prophecy. What is that? That's right. We're going to look at Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1 to 7. Which is an awesome passage full of hope and promise. Why don't you read it to us, Reese? Sure. Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the future, he will honour Galilee of the nations by the way of the sea beyond the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest. As warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on and forever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. What an awesome passage. What do you make of that, this Advent, Reese? I mean, it's just packed full of Christmas goodies, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so first of all, you know, the one thing that stands out to me is the light is coming. But more yeah. than that, you know, there's going to be an end to war, an yeah. end to death. Yeah. You've got this yoke that burdens the people, yeah. that burdens us. The bar across their shoulders, the rod of the oppressor is going to be broken. Yeah. It's going to be shattered. And, yeah. and, you know, that's going to be an end of sin, an end of death. We're looking forward to a second advent, aren't we? When Jesus yeah. comes back, it's so exciting and it's yes. so wonderful. And this is a great reminder of that. Yeah, absolutely. We see in the first coming of Jesus, the beginning of this, and then it's going to be fulfilled for all eternity at his second coming. And it is, isn't it? It's light in the darkness. It's the breaking of oppression and all oppressive powers. It's the end of all war. And it's going to come about through the birth of a son. And that's the Lord Jesus. Yeah, it's wonderful. You know, verse six says, for to us, a child is born. Yeah. To us, a son is given. This is God's gift to us. Yeah. And it's, it's wonderful. This is our salvation. And the names that he gets called here tell us something about the character of God, don't they? Yeah, it's so encouraging when you read these next verses and see who God is through his character and who he reveals himself to be and how Jesus is going to govern us. It's just wonderful. 
Yeah, wonderful counsellor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. And there's going to be no limit to the rule and reign of Christ. And of course, Reese, one of the things I think is remarkable about this passage is it says that he's going to bring about the end of oppression and war as on the day of Midian in verse four. What do you make of that? Yeah, so... You know, it reminds us, it takes us back to the book of Judges, and we, yeah. we're reminded of Gideon rescued the, the, the Israelites from the Midianites, didn't he? And what sort of a character he was, he, he was a, a weak, worried guy, and he was winnowing the chaff in a wine press so he Never could hide things. the wheat. Yeah, yeah. it's like how, how the wind's supposed to blow away the chaff, I don't know. But he, he, was, he was storing the food in there, hiding from the enemy. Yeah. And yet here we have this weak guy is used mightily by God, yeah. to rescue his people Israel with just 300 men. And the point yeah. here is it's the weak who are going to be made strong. It's the weak who are going to be used. And we're going to see God's strength through weakness. And of course, we see that most magnificently in the birth of Christ as a vulnerable baby. And then he's crucified in weakness to bring about the ultimate deliverance from oppression and war and darkness. That's right. This setting free from the bondage of sin and death and this freedom is, is a freedom also of the spirit of our of our souls. You know, it's not just a, a physical thing. He's coming to, to free us spiritually. Yeah. And so if Gideon was an unlikely hero saving through weakness, how much more is a crucified Messiah? And yet he is the son given to us. Amen. Well, Reese, what a great passage. Yeah, isn't it? Well, God bless you and God bless everybody else. Amen. God bless, guys. And our song for today is Hope of the Ages, which is a new song by Sovereign Grace, drawing on some of these Old Testament prophecies of who Christ would be. Made clear 
the world And Bethlehem born to a young virgin girl Lamb without blemish yet cruelly betrayed Who cried it is finished and rose from the grave The Father's great gift and the proof of His love Hope of the ages our God 